Comfort seeking. As a race, we're hardwired to move towards comfort. We've moved steadily from dark, unsafe caves into warm, safe, well-lit houses. From sitting on a rock or a log, we've progressed to ergonomic designer chairs. Finding a handful of berries or eating a three-day-old elk's buttock seems desperate. If we can't have a smashed avocado on sourdough, there's likely to be a hissy fit. There's been a constant movement towards society and away from outsider. We're pack animals, happier in company than when isolated. Be it drinking in a stream, pulling a bucket from a well, to turning on a tap, to twisting off the top, life gets better and safer. Plagues arrive once every few generations and claim a tiny percentage of our population. In the recent COVID pandemic, there was a mortality rate of about 3%. In the bubonic plague times, estimates vary from 40 to 50% of the entire European population died. Things are getting safer. There is, however, quite a downside to our behaviour. These days, the drive for a comfortable life has taken us to extremes. How unusual for us to go to extremes. See the smoking tobacco in a peace pipe once a month versus 20 cigarettes a day as a good example. As with everything, we distort the good things by wanting more and more and more and more. One of the problems comes up when we look at our physical makeup. And don't forget that our genetics haven't changed since we were sitting in those dark, dank caves. We've shot through an industrial revolution and evolved into a digital age with all the caveman genes. Take the term stress. It only really applied to us humans from the First World War onwards. Before that, it described the amount of force put on something before it broke. Stress, these days, essentially equates to the hunt for money. If you had a guarantee that all of the money you ever needed you could have, would you be stressed? Yes, I know, money can't buy you love or happiness, etc., but put a roof over your head, put food in you and your children's mouths, the occasional holiday, 9% of your worries would disappear. With Maslow's hierarchies met, we would have time to be happy, creative, not stressed and dying. So the cells in your body need sleep. If you're happy, well-fed and relaxed, you'll probably get a regular good night's sleep. If your job is stressful, your boss is on your back, the bills are mounting up, your sleep will probably be bad. Our cells only have two modes, work or fix. In work mode, they're doing all the cell things you'd expect. In fix mode, all of the junk 
and by-products of a cell's daily work are broken down and cleaned up. Yes, you guessed it. In the clean-up process occurs when we sleep or do our qigong. The garbage in our cells essentially represents ageing. The more rubbish, the less time we have to process. The more toxic the environment, the quicker a cell will die, the quicker you will become ill or die too. Our bodies are not programmed for comfort 100%. But our brains desire comfort 100%. It's a tricky conundrum. What happens if you get everything you want? Obesity, heart disease, diabetes, to name but a few. What happens if you get nothing you want? Starvation, malnutrition and death, to name but a few. We need the middle ground. As always, balance. The same story is true in our Qigong practice. If you do an exercise that you always like, do you think it's going to do you any real benefit? Oh, I don't like to do the body-mind form set. It's just too difficult for me. Well, sometimes we need to find discomfort to find real benefit. My classes have to travel a very thin line between comfort and challenge. I'm always impressed by my teacher Gao, who claims he starts his class by making people stand for 20 minutes with their arms outstretched to the sides. <laughs> I think this is officially not even allowed under the terms of the Geneva Convention. I said to him, my students would all leave. He said, that's what I want. I want the ones who don't show commitment to go away. <laughs> He's obviously lucky to have hundreds of students beating a path to his door so he can pick and choose. He has a point, though. It's noted that people who really apply themselves to Qigong and self-healing have a much better and faster rate of improvement. The idea comes from a sort of Bruce Lee quote, if you practice casually, expect, expect casual results. We're disabled here in the UK by our national health system. From an early age, we give our power to doctors. You're the expert, please heal me. This disempowerment combined with our astonishingly advanced comfort systems mean that when we finally stress ourselves into illness, probably because of the pursuit of money, we are totally unprepared for the task of healing ourselves. If we do manage to heal ourselves, then how many clients have I seen go straight back to working in the same company, same job that made the mill in the first place? So when the going gets tough, what will you do? Fold, hand over to somebody else, or get to it with focus and a vengeance. We often hear the idea that desire is a bad thing, but in actuality, desire is the force that moves our world forward. The desire to make things better helps our world. 
The desire to dominate another race or the desire for money is what creates the problems. Balance, 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 as always. We were built in caves. We respond well to times of hardship. We respond well to starvation. In 1947, the British public was still under heavy rationing of food, but the population was demonstrated as being at its healthiest on record. We all see how popular fasting has become. This is essentially simulating hard times without food to trick our body to fix into that cleaning, recycling and fixing up cycle. Generally, our mind hates fasting. Until you get used to it. But our body loves it. Same with our exercises. If you never challenge yourself, your body will never improve. As an example from my world, standing Qigong is tough. Stand for an hour and try and keep a quiet mind? You must be kidding! The more you persevere, the easier it becomes. The more your body heals. And so the cycle progresses. Give yourself a challenge. Trust your body to respond. The more we try, the stronger our willpower grows. The more willpower we have, the more easily we can surmount a challenge in our life when it arrives. Trust your body. Calm your mind. And let your Qigong support your life.